it's just as defensive. And he'll say, babe, we are on the same team. Like, you have to remember we're on the same team. I'm not trying to be like me against you. And and when he says that, I'm always like, damn, <laughs> he's so right. Yeah. It is so important to communicate when you ask someone to do something, why you want them to do it, not just say... Pressure. And I'm like, I freaking put this in the dishwasher 95% of the time. You pick the 5% I don't do it to say something. If you can't then, tell, we have a cup in the dishwasher problem. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but- Welcome to The Parent Hack. On this podcast, we will share everything from how we got our babies to sleep through the night to how we hit huge goals at work and everything in between. Disclaimer, we are not perfect parents, don't claim to have a perfect relationship, and we certainly don't have the answers for everything. However, we are driven and curious people, and the journey of marriage and parenthood has led to a lot of research and personal development. We firmly believe in the quote, if you want to go quick, go alone, but if you want to go far, go together. On this podcast, we will share what has helped us lead a life full of abundance and joy, and we're so excited to have you here on The Parent Hack. As a reminder, if you're listening to the show and you think of somebody that might benefit from hearing it, please share it with them. And also, subscribe to our show on your preferred podcast platform, and let us know what you want to hear more about. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. Welcome to The Parent Hack. Today, we are super excited for our very first episode, and we're sharing all the fun details, who we are, and why are we starting a podcast? So on the first show today, we're going to dig into the foundation of any successful personal or professional relationship, communication. Today, you're going to hear how we've struggled in our marriage, how we've improved, and how leaving dishes on the counter led to a communication revolution. We will discuss the benefits communication has had on our relationship and how you can use what we've learned to help you communicate better with those in your life. Disclaimer, we are not perfect parents and we are definitely not experts. We've learned a lot by trial and error and a lot of self-help books. Good morning and welcome to our first episode of The Parent Hack. We're so excited to be here today. We have our oldest is at school. Our youngest is taking a nap. So we're certainly taking a little bit of a risk doing this during nap time, (laughs) drinking some coffee. And it is a beautiful fall day here in Oklahoma. So we're really, really excited. Can you guys tell that you guys are here today? And a little bit of background on who we are. So Cody and I have been together for a decade, which is insane. Crazy. Uh, really and that's, crazy. that's counting the dating years. So we're coming up on our sixth wedding anniversary, but we've been together for a decade. We've got two sweet little babies. Our oldest is three and a half. His name is Warren. And we have a sweet, perfect little baby girl named Julia. And she is going to be one in November. So by the time this is actually edited (laughs) and out, she's going to be a one-year-old, which is just mind-blowing. It goes way too fast. So Cody and I met in college. Uh, I definitely came up to him first. Yep. Shout out Stillwater, Oklahoma, (laughs) Cruisenberger, 
the cricket the cricket cross-eyed crickets where we met Krisenberger was late night snacks after this that, is so. when which they're kind of in style now boyfriend jeans boyfriend <laughs> jeans were really in style and so i had boyfriend jeans on and cody called them my mom jeans and i'm like if only if only you knew yeah. uh so i always remember that about the first night that we met but uh we are certainly lovers of wine and food and we love to exercise wellness is a huge passion of both of ours um, while we like to travel and see exciting things, we really love being at home. Um, and I think it kills Cody to actually admit that because he <laughs> sees us as these, uh, this adventurous couple. And I'm like, but what do we really like? We yeah. like to be at home and we love to enjoy our house. I mean, we love a good like vacation, a good trip, nothing better than like being at the beach for a week with the family. But also now that it's fall, it is like, Primo time to sit on the couch, drink some wine, start a fire, and just hang out. And do the 500 projects that I have on my list for yeah, the weekend. That's... So that's something you guys will learn about us as well. We do a lot of home improvement projects. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Teresa starts a lot of home improvement projects, I and I finish a lot of home improvement projects. I have a lot of ideas. We just have different types of projects. But um, I am a full-time physician assistant, and I also have a health and wellness business, and Cody works in commercial insurance. So that's the not as exciting part about us. Um, but really, we are here to just to just share our journey. So becoming parents um, certainly brought on new challenges with all the joys, um, but, but there's things that are hard, right? It puts different challenges on your marriage and your relationship. Um, and we both still had a lot of professional goals. So we are not people that just go with the flow by any means. Um, if there's a manual, I like to read it. I like to know exactly what to do and what to expect. And I think a little bit of that has rubbed off on my husband here. Um, so when, when parenthood came, uh, and we had struggles, we have read a lot of books, listened to a lot of podcasts, and we've always had a desire to really improve. And, and especially if we feel like we're struggling at something, uh, improving and finding, a good solution is really important to us. Um, and so that doesn't really just apply to parenthood. It applies to parenting, um, our marriage and our, you know, our work and our careers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, that's the big reason why we've started this podcast is because we've gone down a lot of roads to find answers and we're not going to stop doing that. So, you know, it was a big change having kids and, and trying to keep them alive, trying to raise them to be good humans, all these things. And so, you know, us searching these answers out is why, why we're here, right? How to manage the family dynamics, how to be better parents, better, better professionals, all these things. Right. And so this is something new. It's something very uncomfortable for us. It is, it's, it's definitely pushing our limits um, for sure. Right. So, but we we do we have kind of along this journey believe that if you're not doing things to push you outside your comfort zone a little bit or you're not trying new things or you're not trying to I don't know just have a Bro. little bit of an uncomfortable yeah, yeah improve yeah and just and have a little bit of that uncomfortable experience then you're not growing right so th this is kind of a culmination of all that and that's why we're here we we want to bring this stuff to you all. So we want to build a community. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's something that's really, really um, important to us is to build a community of people that relate to us that are going through similar struggles, but they have the desire to want more and, and to be better and to continue to improve and to dream big for their families. So 
We are so excited to dive into the best topic ever, communication. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, so communication has been, I mean, obviously, I remember our marriage therapist telling us communication was really like the foundation of marriage. And so we're here to share our journey of communication, the not so pretty moments, and it has gotten better. Yeah. Now we've learned a lot. I have came a long ways in this department. Um, and it's honestly transformed not only one aspect of our marriage and our relationship, but it's transformed. It, it's had a compounding effect on so many other parts. And so I think what it, if I had to surmise this, it is deterred little things from becoming bigger things long-term. And so we know you're going to love the episode. You're going to find some great value here and enjoy. A little bit of background on me. I am somebody who what likes to be prepared a lot. And so if somebody tells me to do something and that will lead to a better marriage, more success, those kinds of things, like I like, I like those tactical like tools. And I remember Cody and I did some premarital counseling because we got married in the Catholic church and that's part of the requirements, which was super insightful. And one of the biggest things I remember her talking about with us was like effective communication with one another and how that makes such a difference in marriage. And while there's all other issues that can come up in marriage, really the basis of most of those issues is how well can you communicate with one another and, and that kind of stuff. And so I remember we had to take the survey and we were at a place where like, if we have a disagreement, I am one of those people who wants to talk about it right then, because I don't want anybody to be upset with me, especially Cody. And yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to like, I don't like tension. And he is. And I he, shut down and don't want to talk about it. I would say you used to be that way. He's yeah. gotten a lot better, which we'll get to I that point. I for sure but used to be that, that way. that point in our relationship, he was like, he could just, yeah, kind of go into silent mode. Just stonewall. Yeah. And not for like days or anything like that. But I mean, it, it would just eat at me until we let, had resolved it. And so one of the biggest <laughs> things we learned in that was he was like, I need a moment to clear my head. And where I was like, well, I just don't want to feel like you're mad at me. And we never would have had that revelation if we wouldn't have had to do this, this yeah. um, premarital quiz. And so that's always stuck with me so much because as much as I like things to be my way, I have to, you know, put myself in his shoes and recognize that sometimes if he just needs like 10 minutes to cool off and we can come back and talk about it and it's going to be a much <laughs> more uh, happy and effective conversation, it's better than us just continuing to argue. Yeah, so I think, I think that... You know, it used to be like an hour to cool off. And now it's more like, I just need like five minutes, peace and quiet, and let's figure it out. Yeah. You know? So I, um, I, we're, we're certainly still, I mean, you're always learning, right? In marriage, it's an ever evolving thing, but communication is something that has made a huge difference in our relationship. And, um, I think we found a few things that have helped us, um, but we've had some huge struggles along the way. So I'm curious, Cody, when do you, when do you feel like communication is, is hardest in our relationship? I mean, I think it is hardest when, when we just don't make time to get on the same page. Like we kind of are being pulled in different directions and, you know, maybe we didn't sync up our calendars and then that domino effect into a larger issue. I don't know. That's kind of what I see as where we stumble when we stumble. And I think making sure that we are communicating more often and, and by ourselves, like, so not 
with the kids around, with distractions around, like it is really about making kind of that dedicated windows of time to where you can talk and you can, you know, plan things out and just discuss anything. It doesn't have to be like, I don't know, you know, about your calendar, but it it could be about life. But I think it's just super important for that. And I think that we've gotten a lot better about making some dedicated time to that, whether it be on like the drive to work while we're both in the car for five, 10 minutes. I mean, those are our best conversations a lot of times. Or, you know, if Teresa picks up the kids from school and she catches me between meetings or phone calls at work and we talk for 10, 15 minutes. I mean, the, the frequent communication used to, um, I remember Teresa used to call like when I, we were first married, <laughs> she would call like 10 times a day. Like, Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I was like, that was. <laughs> I know, but it's funny. In all fairness, I had like four weeks before I started working <laughs> because I, my, my credentialing hadn't gone through. So yeah. I didn't have a lot to do during the day. Teresa used to call me frequently at work. Hey, what's going on? Hey, how are you? And, and it was like, kind of like, what, what, what are you calling me for right now? Like, what do you need? You know? And that used to be something that I was like, why, why is she doing this? It, but now that we communicate better and more effectively, we have more of those conversations that, that really help our communication. And I appreciate that now. <laughs> okay. And, I'm glad I, I, and I didn't point. used to appreciate that. So I think that's, that's just a small snippet of, of where I was going with that. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. That was, I'm glad I let you finish your point, which is, was another, I would say weakness another in my communication, communication skills. Uh, is <laughs> I um, am totally guilty of interrupting. Like I, and Cody used to tell me that and I would get so defensive about it, which is another <laughs> communication problem. But I like to interrupt. And then when somebody critiqued me, I would get defensive. And so um, I think for we me- We got a lot to cover here, folks. Just FYI, right? hang on. <laughs> um, and and looking, looking back and still, I mean, to this day, like I told you guys, I mean, we are here to, to be totally honest with you. It's not like we don't have disagreements. We've had like a handful this morning over what the heck we're going to talk about and cover <laughs> yeah. in this. Um, because, because it's just, it can be challenging, but I do think um, if you're somebody who tends to get defensive, uh, as soon as somebody tries to talk to you, you have to, you got to do a little personal reflection there. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. and it, but that being said, when Cody used to say, you're getting so defensive. Yeah. I think I, I, I did not, that did not help. And yeah. so he's like, you know, I think you have changed your tone a lot. And it's like, babe, like, I feel like you're being really defensive right now. And these are the reasons I feel this way. Can you just take a moment to think about that? And sure. and that's such a different, just your tone of voice and things like that. I mean, it's, and it's so hard, you guys. I mean, there's so much going on, but, but doing those little things, like checking yourself, your tone of voice, if you find yourself being just kind of like ridiculously defensive over something silly, like you have to own that too. Yeah. And I think if you're, if, if you're not talking and communicating effectively and frequently, then whenever you do have that little disagreement or, you know, someone says, oh, you're being so defensive or you, you make a critique or whatever, then it's a bigger, it's, it seems to be a bigger issue because they don't feel like you're coming from a place of sincerity. You know, it's, it's more of like just a critique, but when you have that open line of communication, you start to develop, you know, really just an openness with each other. And I think that those conversations become easier, not harder. I don't know if that makes, yeah, that makes sense. But, and I think, I think like what Cody kind of said a little bit is finding time 
to talk to one another can sometimes be challenging, especially after you have kids, because I mean, us getting out of the house in the morning looks like World War II, right? I mean, we have a three and a half year old. So 99% put on of socks the, or shoes or a shirt or it is so challenging. Yeah. And so a lot of times that frustration can, can lead to frustration with yeah. one another. And, oh, and then by the way, we have another child <laughs> that still needs our attention and love and we have to get out of the house. And so, yeah. um, a lot of times mornings, it's like we are together, but how much we're actually really communicating and like being with one another isn't, isn't, doesn't feel like it's there. And so, yeah. um, some of our best conversations are truthfully on the way to work. And I think it's once Warren is at school and Julia is with her nanny. And so I'm headed to work. Cody's headed to work and we have a minute and we both kind of know that we love that time together. And even if it's just five or 10 minutes, right. But it's also being intentional with that conversation and not just being like, oh, what's uh, what's the, what are the kids schedules this week? It's it's saying like, what are you doing at work today? Do you have a big meeting coming up? Like, yeah. And, and when you can really ask those things for your spouse, then then it's like, OK, well, if Cody's like, yeah, I have a huge client meeting at two. It also helps me kind of like prepare for like what his day is going to be yeah, like. And like and if respect I have, that time a little yeah, bit. Yeah. If know. I have time at like one forty-five, it's like shoot you a text. Like I hope your meeting goes really well. Call me afterwards and let me know. Yeah. And and while that seems so simple, like I I think those simple things <laughs> just make you feel like your spouse cares and still like is it cares about you. I mean, obviously your spouse loves you, but once you have kids, it's just so easy to put all your time and attention on them yeah. and make every conversation about them. And, and, or just, and so it gets just challenging. Yeah, I mean, it's, so, it's like the ultimate selfless act, right? Like when you have kids, like you just have to become less selfish. And so I think not that these are making you more, more selfish, but it's, it's taking those pockets of time and, and leveraging them and just benefiting from that communication. Cause yeah, I mean, while it might be a small thing, if you know, I have a big meeting, something goes on you know, you saying, Hey, good luck or how'd it go. I mean, it's just, it's totally different than coming home, getting the kids ready for bed, sitting down and then being like, Oh, it's on Netflix and not talk for another yeah, hour. How was your day today? It was yeah, fine. I mean, you know, I think it helps you set up like what, what's the evening going to be like? I mean, Cody knows when I have a really hard day at work or if I've had a lot of like a few weeks ago, I mean, we had a massive COVID outbreak in a facility I worked at and it was really stressful and emotional for me. I mean, I was drained just on a whole nother level and being able to tell him that. And yes, he doesn't understand necessarily like what I'm going through, but right. he can still empathize with me and, and realize like, okay, like maybe I just need to, if I can take on one extra thing tonight and make, make it a little easier on Teresa or come home 30 minutes earlier, then I can do that. And so. And I think just, I think, you know, used to, I would try and, troubleshoot or problem solve whatever problem she had. You know, I mean, it was just my critical thinking, hardwired brain. And, but I heard a, a, a good advice a while back and it was like, Hey, if somebody has a problem or they want to talk about something or an idea, whatever, give them 15 minutes and then don't just don't say anything afterwards. Let it marinate, you know, for a couple hours. Like you don't always have to be giving advice or giving a solution or whatever. And I think that was a, that's a big deal whenever there's a hard day or something happens. Um, it just creates an open environment that you feel comfortable in and you're more willing to share instead of feeling like, oh, I'm going to tell them this and they're going to give me all these things back. And I don't really want that right now. So yeah. I think that's something I used to be bad about. And I 
have gotten better. And yeah. Um, but on that point, I mean, I, I think that's why I used to interrupt so bad is like, uh, you know, I'm in medicine and like my goal is to always find like a solution, right? People come see me because something's wrong. Yeah. People don't come to the doctor for fun. And so when I see somebody, I mean, that's just how my brain works. It's like all of a sudden I'm like thinking, okay, what am I thinking here? What are the possibilities? What am I diagnosing and what am I treating? And I think it was really easy for me to do that with just conversations and and interrupt and, and do those things instead of just taking a minute and like realizing like sometimes Cody just wants to tell me something just to like get it off his chest. And I'll tell him, I'm like, man, I'm sorry, babe. Like, and that's really like where, where it ends. And I'm like, if he asks me a question, like, I mean, what do you think you would do in this situation? Then, then he's opening up that dialogue and wanting some feedback or advice. But I think just realizing you have to listen intentionally, like check yourself, check your tone, check your ego and and realize that you're on the same team. Cody tells me that sometimes when I get a little, I still get defensive and he'll say, babe, we are on the same team. Like you have to remember we're on the same team. I'm not trying to be like me against you. And, and when he says that, I'm always like, damn, <laughs> he's so right. Yeah. Because but me being, uh, because yeah, it is. But I'm like, I'm always like a win yeah. mindset and, and that's not always to my benefit. And I think just like, I mean, it's the hunter gatherer, you know, wiring of our brains and bodies. Like you just are geared to think that, when there is a threat, it is a threat, not, oh, my husband is telling me something that I need to listen to. And, or, oh, my wife is telling me something that I should take into account here. It's just, it's, it poses as a threat to your body. So I think recognizing that you're not going to do it the first time, like, right. When that happens, it's going to be like, you're going to have the same reaction, but the key is just to recognize when that's happening and then catch yourself maybe once or twice. And then I think that gets better. And that that's something we really had to work on because it was just like there for a while. It was like, oh, you left a cup out. What? I I do the dishes. I mean, you know, it just spirals uh, from there. And you're I like, whoa, what happened? You're like, how did we get here? Um, and the next next thing you know, you're leaving the house, not talking to each other. But it's like over something simple. But, but I think is, when you're tired and stressed and it's like you feel like you do a lot which we both do a ton around the house. Mm-hmm. I totally have to give Cody credit there because he's super helpful. But when you feel like, you know, when you're only focusing on what you do instead of recognizing what your spouse does, then it's like, hey, babe, could you put the cup in the dishwasher? And I'm like, I freaking put cups in the dishwasher 95% <laughs> of the time. You pick the 5% I don't do it to say something. If you can't then, tell, we have a cup in the dishwasher problem. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then the defensiveness comes in of like, but I do this and I did the, I've done the, you know, I've changed the laundry this morning. I've gotten the kids ready for school. Oh, by the way, like I also had to get ready, which takes more than five minutes and all these things. And it's like, I'm all, I'm just automatically going into defense. And here are the reasons why I'm still a great wife, even though I leave cups in the sink, instead of just being like, yeah, babe, I'll work on that. Like, and, and and I've told Cody too, like sometimes it just makes me feel inadequate. And that's just part of me wanting to be a perfectionist. So like I have to I have to recognize that, that within myself too. But it's yeah. like I think and and the way you say it to me For makes sure. a massive difference yeah. too. Um and I mean I again, tone of voice is from, such a big yeah, difference. Yeah, 100% tone of voice. And it is so important to communicate when you ask someone to do something, why you want them to do it. Not just say, hey, could you put the cup in the dishwasher? Like yeah. That is totally different than, hey, you know, because in the mornings I do tend to be the one in the kitchen 
like with Warren cooking him an egg or something like that while Teresa is getting ready. And so I then tend to like wipe down the counter, like clean up the countertops. Right. And so when somebody comes and puts a cup on the countertop, after I just put everything in the dishwasher and unloaded the dishwasher, I'm like, dude, WTF here. And so I think giving context, like, Hey, I'm not coming at you on this deal, but this is just how this made me feel. This is why I asked you that. I think that's. Yeah. And I think the big thing there is also remembering like, as much as your spouse is going to have those little things, you're going to have those little things too. Sure. And so if you want your spouse to be more courteous of the things that drive you nuts, like socks next to the hamper <laughs> instead of in the hamper, Who dat? I have to give a little too. And it's like, I mean, gosh, you're two imperfect people. You're going to, yeah. it doesn't matter who you marry. Like you're going to do things that I don't even know if annoy is the right word, but that, that just aren't the other person's preferences. Um, I mean, it's just, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. And so I think it's like, okay, I'm going to really work on cups, right? And I've been working on cups, yeah. putting in the cups in the dishwasher. And I'm terrible at clothes outside the hamper or like I wore, wore a shirt and took it off and like put it in the closet. Well, if you put it on the floor, I assume it's dirty. And then he gets yeah. mad because I wash it. And I'm, I'm like, like, hey, it's fair game. It's yeah. on the floor. So, I mean. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just, it's just, just recognizing, like, we're all going to have those little things. And if you just let those little things fester or every time you try to talk to your partner about them, you're just, like, butting heads because you're just letting your ego get in the way. And, like, I'm, I do all this other stuff. How dare you pick this one thing apart about me? And I think that that is sometimes, like, I, I used to definitely – go into that mindset. And I still have to catch myself. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's an ever evolving wheel, but I do think like Cody said, recognizing that and like catching yourself on that and being like, Hey, I'm kind of pissed off that you said that, but telling myself that in my head first, <laughs> instead of just being like, I'm going to just jump down your throat yeah. in front of the kids and, and things like that, which we, we really don't, yeah, I mean, we don't do, want yeah. them to see that, that that's how mom and dad, but it's going to happen. You I just mean, have to minimize it and, yeah. and address it when it happens. So what you guys will definitely learn about me is I told you, I like a manual and I like to know what I need to know. So we are going to, I'm curious, Cody, I want to give you guys some really good tactical takeaways from this podcast and what I think the most important things that, that we wanted to communicate with you guys. So Cody, I'm curious, what are, what are the two things that stand out to you the most? Uh, there's more than two, but, (laughs) um, I, I think one thing that just resonates with me so, so much is that you have to realize you're on the same team. Like without that, you're just kind of pushing and pulling, right? You're not pulling the same direction. And so I think that being on the same team and realizing that and talking about that is massive and how you do that and how we've done that. I mean, how we were, we were not good at this at all before. And now we've gotten way better. We find time to talk. We dedicate time to talk. We find those small moments, whether we're driving in the car, like we said, or I mean, just on a walk after work, right. With the kids they're Warren's driving his gator and Julie's in the stroller. And like you and I are just gabbing it up for 15, 20 minutes. I mean, I think those are the the pockets that we find that we used to probably not find as often that we now kind of search out and have made a massive, massive difference. So I don't know what I you think. I will piggyback on that and say, 
while finding the small moments to talk is also really important to be intentional about what you're talking about because it's really easy to just fill the time. Like, what are you doing today? What's on your schedule? You know, and, and we talked about that some, but, but being really intentional about asking, asking about the other person, like what, what is going on in your day today? Like, what are you looking forward to? Like, is there a meeting that's really stressful? So just, just trying to ask the other person, what you would want to be asked, I think is, is important to think about. Um, the other thing I would say is having hard conversations, which they're hard for a reason, but it's really important to talk about those things that are important to you. And it's, it's important to share your heart with your spouse. They, they should know the things that you're struggling with and, and you should be open about that because most of the time when any of us are going through a struggle, uh, we're going to react, we're probably going to be tired and we're going to react quicker than we would. And it's really hard for your spouse to be understanding if you're not telling them what you're going through. And on the flip side, like you got to listen to your partner, no matter if you think it's something that shouldn't be worth the stress. Uh, I know I tend to stress out about things that Cody's like, that's not a big deal, but it's a big deal to me. And so he's been really good. Instead of saying like, that's not a big deal is to just listen. (laughs) Uh, And the last thing I would say is put yourself in their shoes. And this is so applicable to like every stage of life and so many relationships besides just your spouse. Because if you truly put yourself in somebody else's shoes, you try to imagine how they feel, what they're going through. It's really hard to not be empathetic. It's really hard to not be empathetic. Whether or not you agree with their choices or their opinions, think about what they're going through and their struggles and what's made them who they are. And and it's really not that hard, but it makes such an impact on the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think all these apply not only just to your spouse, but professionally, family, friends, whatever. Uh, I mean, but I do think one of the things is when we have those hard conversations, whether it be something that I have a problem with that Teresa's doing or or vice versa, being aware of, of when you're relaying that message and how you're relaying that message is very important. We, <laughs> Teresa loves to say pro con pro sandwich, which is like compliment them before you tell them, Hey, this is something you're doing. And, and I think it takes the edge or the, the attack vibe away from the conversation, right? And then you end with something nice. Yeah, exactly. Pro con pro. Yeah. I learned that in my sorority days. Still applies. Uh, And I would say, be aware of dishes on the counter situations. Like we talked about, they're dangerous, but powerful. I mean, and what we mean by that is these are little things that we see fester into bigger issues. And, And, it's almost like a gateway drug to then complain about other things. But yeah, I think that's something that's a big deal for us. We hope you found great value and some takeaway points in our show today. If so, please leave us a review where you're listening. And we ask that you share this with someone that would benefit from hearing today's episode. Also, we want to hear from you. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. Tell us what topics you'd like us to cover, who we should interview, and anything else on your mind. Thank you for joining the Parent Hack. And remember, we can go further together. Together.